River Road, you got me running way back home. River Road, you got me running all night long. You got me singing some canal boat song. River Road, River Road, you got me running all night long. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Niner Nuts. I am Dan here along with Eric. I pointed the right way this time. Say hello. <laughs> What's up, everyone? You think with how long we've had this new setup, I'd know it by now. Um, I'll take the hashtag off the bottom, Dan. Oh, no. Spoiled the surprise for people, <laughs> for people who... Newcomers to the show. This is our first episode. <laughs> yeah, we'll explain that later. Also, yeah. newcomers, uh, we're doing a double header today. Why? Because the parlay episode won't matter if I drop it on Saturday. So here's our <laughs> second episode. Uh, you can you can thank this double header. Uh, the sponsor of that is Terrible Spectrum Internet that ruined when we were going to take. Um, I'm already on one already. I'm kind of tired, but... <laughs> Um, anyway, guys, uh, this is our parlay episode. Uh, Indiana Dan here, Easy E, no, uh, no James, uh, on this episode either. He couldn't make it to this new taping that we had to do, but we still consulted on a parlay ticket that we are carrying over into the divisional round, which I will pop up here, maybe. There we go. Can you see that okay? I can, yeah. Okay, cool. I know James sometimes can't see when I do this, but um, anyway, guys, this is our ticket, and I will start taking us through it again. I hope you saw this before kickoff. That's why I'm dropping this one on Friday also. So we'll kick it off here at the very top with a spread. We're not just doing money line. We actually don't have... Nope, we don't have a money line on this one. Uh, So this is a little different than what we usually do. We've evolved from... A bunch of uh, long shots that seem like decent bets that are worth losing a little money for the payoff if it does work to kind of a more traditional ticket. And now this is probably the most traditional ticket we've had yet, honestly. Um, <laughs> we're covering the spread first with the 49ers. Uh, when we made this yesterday, we made this on the 17th, just for full disclosure. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. <laughs> uh <laughs> So these odds from last night on the 17th, the Niners were at a six and a half point spread against the Packers. And for my two cents, I'm very comfortable with this. I I think this is a very tenable goal, and I think we may end up scoring way more than double that. I I don't know. I, I don't want to jinx anything, but I think I think it'll be more than two scores where we end up winning this game by i think it'll be more than 14 uh i don't want to go like i don't know i guess my i guess my stomach's telling me we'll win by 17 i don't want to say that we're gonna blow the doors off them like they did against dallas but um so yeah no i bottom line i'm very comfortable with the uh with covering the minus six and a half spread yeah so the the actual spread on this is nine and a half or ten um we alternated it down to six and a half um little less odds but a little bit better uh spread there um oh, that's it, what it means by alternate <laughs> yeah yeah it makes it a little bit easier uh you know a little more palatable to cover and stuff like that um you know basically anything more than a touchdown and it will be good um like you just said feel like the niners are definitely going to take this game by more than a touchdown um didn't really like the 10 point spread that was out there earlier this week thought that was a little bit of a a tricky one there, um, you know, could get caught by a, a field goal there towards the end of the game or something like that um, and get a backdoor cover or something like that. So bumping this down to negative six and a half makes it a lot more palatable and uh, pray to God should be an easy cover. So, yeah, 
No, it should be honestly like um, with the way that we we just this whole last episode we just talked about this. It should not be too much to ask for us to handle Green Bay without breaking too much of a sweat. So, and that game is Saturday at eight thirty. Uh, so, uh, the next one we made two picks from the Chiefs in the Bills game, which is Sunday's not quite prime time, but it's the the final game of Sunday. Uh. And they are Josh Allen, anytime scorer, and Isaiah Pacheco, anytime scorer. Uh, clarify anytime scorer for a touch for a quarterback, because obviously Isaiah Pacheco is going to be a, a rushing touchdown or a receiving touchdown. With Josh Allen, anytime scorer, it's uh, the just same. For- it's the same thing. So rushing or receiving touchdown, it's not throwing the ball. Um, that doesn't count. So, but you know, we know Allen likes to run the ball. Um, and he's responsible for a number of rushing TDs for the Bills this season. Obviously just scored one um, this past week against the Steelers. Um, so anytime that he's going to run that ball in and score, or if for some reason they threw it to him on some sort of weird trick play or whatever, um, that would count for an anytime TD score for him. So we just thought, uh, you know, looking at that game, trying to pick a, a winner in that game was just so hard. I mean, you know, you were part of the text chain. We went back and forth on that a lot, and it just didn't feel really – really good as to I, I more or less blackballed uh picking the chiefs because i i didn't want to i didn't want to pick the money line on that flat out i did i was yeah. not comfortable picking a money line <laughs> yeah and well it, but i mean like uh, neither none of us were really comfortable picking the money line on either the chiefs or the bills right and and then you start like looking at the spread and like the spread was basically like two or two and a half so it wasn't like it was a ton of points either way so it was just kind of like a mess for just trying to pick like a winner so we just decided to kind of flip it a little bit and go with something that we felt was um, still an interesting bet, but probably something that was a little bit more likely to happen than trying to get the winner right. Like we, like I said, felt pretty confident that Josh Allen is going to run the ball in for a touchdown at some point in this game. And then because of the nature of this game being the weather and the cold and the grinded out nature of the way that we think this game is going to go, probably seems pretty likely that Pacheco is going to pound one in for a touchdown too. So, well, yeah, the, I don't know what the, uh, I didn't see what it was for, uh, for Patrick Mahomes passing touchdown wise, I can't imagine what it had to have been like one and a half. Like yeah. his pass, his passing attack is just God awful. Like you sign two people, one's supposed to be a good possession receiver. The other one's supposed to be a great deep threat. And neither of those guys are any good at what they're supposed to be good at. So good <laughs> signings there. So <laughs> you mean neither of them can actually catch a football? Yeah, you sign Tony to be a possession receiver. He drops everything, and then MVS can't catch anything deep to save his life. That's why Green Bay let him go. Like, yeah. yeah, you're you're fast, but when you're when you're you're fast, but when your hands are stone, what's the point? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I get a thrill and a, a great enjoyment and chuckle out of watching him just drop passes pretty much like every week that hit him right squat in the hands. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, literally, Patrick couldn't have thrown that pass any better, and he couldn't have ran that route any better, and then. Boop, nope yeah i I don't know mvs is such a disappointment but um yeah the the over pacheco scoring is a very safe bet yeah the over for both those guys was two touchdowns so both you'd had to get two passing touchdowns out of either both allen or mahomes and i don't know that's seems not unlikely but a little little possibility i mean the weather's supposed to be bad in buffalo again i saw where they were going to be calling people out to come shovel the stadium again they have a travel ban right now because I saw that they delayed a uh, Buffalo Sabres game uh, because of the weather. And there's a emergency only travel in the Buffalo area. So 
yeah, we'll see how much it improves in 24 hours or uh, 48 hours from when this drops. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's probably still going to be crappy again. Yeah. So that's why I think just gr that's going to be a grind it out on the ground kind of thing. So let Alan run one in, let Pacheco run one in. By the way, volunteers to come clear the stadium. I didn't think about it until I saw somebody on Twitter say, how cheap are the bills to ask for volunteers? Like, you live in Buffalo. Do you not have a contingency plan or budget for <laughs> massive snowstorms? I don't know, man. Like snow in North Texas, snow in North Texas is one thing, but snow in Buffalo shouldn't be surprising. You know? Yeah, uh, I agree. I agree. I, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm tired and I just feel like yelling at things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the next thing, uh, this is a very small ticket. Um, just given we only have four games, but the, uh, the next one, it is between the Texans and the Ravens. We're doing a total alternate of over 36 and a half points. So basically 37 or more points. This one hits. Uh, yeah, I don't know what else to really some. The way I look at this one and why I was cool. So cool with this is because one team is going to score over 30 points to begin with. Whoever I, I've, I feel very confident that whoever is going to win this game is scoring at absolute minimum 30 points, whether it's a Texans blowout, a Ravens blowout, or if it becomes a track meet, somebody is scoring 30 points in this game. Like, uh, I don't know. Either, I don't know. My my personal think, my personal take on it is that CJ Stroud is probably, I could see him, I think he's going to turn into a pumpkin and the Ravens will be the ones to score 30 points and then the Texans will score seven points, maybe 10 points and we win and hit there. That's how I personally see it going, but to the point of the ticket, 36 and a half points uh, for the total. Very, very reasonable to expect from uh, from these teams. Yeah, the actual total right now is uh, 43 and a half. So we took it down by seven points, right? Basically dropped it a touchdown uh, to get to our number. And we did that exactly for the reason that you're talking about, Dan. Uh, you know, we felt that uh, if, if we dropped it down to that, that some team is probably going to get to 30, um, most likely the Ravens. And, you know, Texans are going to slop in seven, 10 points or something like that, maybe 13 points. Um, and then that'll be a, a fairly easy cover. Whereas if you're sitting at 43, then you're going to be, you know, either just a tad bit shy or maybe just barely squeak over or, or something like that. So uh, yeah, we thought, you know, knocking this down here to this 36 and a half would make it a pretty easy cover. I don't see this being a, uh, uh, 2017 well even 2017 we'd still cover um you know but i mean but you know that's the beauty of it right so even a 2017 game you know this isn't going to be a 14 10 game this isn't going to be a, a 17 nothing game this isn't going to be anything like that there's going to be enough points that scored in this game at least i think so uh to get us over this 36 and a half hump and uh you know let's hope that we can uh start off our ticket you know on saturday uh afternoon with a an easy an easy win on this uh 36 and a half. Yeah, this is the, it doesn't say it there. This was, this is Saturday's one o'clock or Saturday's four o'clock game. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I, we saw the ceiling with the Texans, the way that they handled the Browns. I mean, they were at home and no, they're not the Ravens, but that we know that's the ceiling. Like, that's why I think it's not off the table that it could be a track meet because mm -hmm. the Browns came in as the best defense in the league and they have a very good secondary too. Not that far off of what the Ravens were. So, yeah, I I kind of agree with you. I think the Ravens will run them over. But um, but I mean, if 
I will not be surprised at all if it does become a track meet because we know that Lamar Jackson's crapped the bed in the playoffs plenty of times. Uh, what was that, 2019, when they looked like they were going to be the Super Bowl champs and then the Titans knocked them out? Uh, I think so, yeah. I think it was 2019. Yeah. Um, but anyway, no, that's a very good uh, alternate total. So the last one that is on here is Mr. Sam Laporta, the man that we thought completely busted his knee and then reminded all of us why he was a second team all pro as a rookie. <laughs> he's a very favorited target of <clears throat> he's a favorite target of Jared Goff uh, right behind him on Ross and Brown in terms of just trust and targets and things like that. So it seems like a pretty safe bet that um, that he will get a touchdown. I'm on, I'm on Ross A. Brown. I mean, would have been way too safe a bet, but Sam Laporta, he really likes him. He played through the, he played through the whole uh, wild card game against the Rams. So who's to say he's not going to score again uh, against the Buccaneers. I think for a single player call out in this game, that's, a, that's a very, very safe one to do. Yeah, uh, Laporta's been great all season long. Like you mentioned, he's a huge favorite of Goff in terms of targets. Um, when the Niners played the Buccaneers earlier this season, Kittle came away with eight receptions for 89 yards and a touchdown in that game. He had nine total targets. So, uh, you know, the Buccaneers are certainly uh, vulnerable uh, in the middle of their defense. They actually have um, a good corner um, and a run stuffing safety. Um, so, you know, uh, they're their uh, linebacker core doesn't exactly cover uh, tight ends very well. And Laporte is a great route runner and he gets open. He's a big target too. Um, so a very valuable red zone target. And uh, he gets a ton of opportunities. I think he had 10 touchdowns uh, this season. So it's not like he's uh, not getting end zone looks and not converting them as well. And uh, it just seems like a, a pretty easy, you know, uh, I mean, all these bets always seem easy when you bet them, right? Um, but right. they never turn out. Uh, but it seems like a pretty easy thing to assume that he's probably at least going to get some looks and opportunities. Detroit's going to have chances to score uh, in this game against the Buccaneers. You know, they're going to want to put on. Uh, they're going to want to put on a show. So even if uh, you know, even if they're beating the Buccaneers, they're going to want to score points. They're going to want to show, hopefully, the 49ers. Uh, you know, what's coming, you know, that like, look, we can do this too. And uh, they're not going to want to slow down. So uh, I think he's going to have a lot of opportunities to score and against that Buccaneers team. I think that game is going to be a bit of a shootout. I don't think that either of those teams um, play spectacular defense. Um, so I think oh, it'll the, be the Lions secondary is absolute garbage. Yeah. So uh, I think, you know, it's going to be a little bit back and forth. Um Definitely, as long as the Buccaneers can um, convert and kind of keep the ball moving and not just have a bunch of three and outs and stuff like that, um, I think they can give the Lions at least a push um, and then keep the Lions invested and have them to have to keep driving and have to keep scoring. So, um, yeah, the Bucks definitely, the Bucks definitely can. They kept up with us for quite a bit of our game against them, so they can mm -hmm. stand up against the big dogs. They, I don't think they're going to win. They're literally literally and metaphorically going into a lion's den. I think they're going to be a sacrificial lamb for this Cinderella season for the lions. But um, I I'm with you. I think they could make a show of it. I like the swag Baker Mayfield has. I said it in, uh, I said it two episodes ago, I'm a huge Baker Mayfield fan. Like I, I'm not a bucks fan, but I, I feel bad for Baker Mayfield. And I, 
I think it's going to end here personally, but he's he's earned himself a hell of a contract to to stay with the Bucks and keep them relevant. And maybe, uh, maybe next year he'll actually win the division with double digit uh, double digit victories. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will certainly be a very large Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan this weekend. Go Baker Mayfield. Go Mike Evans. Go Chris Godwin. Go all the Buccaneers. Do your oh, thing. Yeah. Beat the Lions. Woo woo! I would love for that to happen. <laughs> Uh, nothing would make me happier than that. Oh, I would much rather face the Bucks too. Like I, I'm not scared of the Lions either. Like I'm not. Yeah, it's the NFC Championship game. We can say we can save that for a preview of yeah when we get when we get there and just face we face. Gotta stay put on the horse blinders and focus on the Packers. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. So, but you know we've got a good card this week. We've got a good parlay card. Um, I think it what it, it looks throw that up there again real quick, Dan. It pays out uh, two hundred and some, yeah, 235. two thirty five. Yeah. So not a gigantic payout, but would be a nice payout for us. Um, considering we haven't hit anything <laughs> this season so far to this point in time, uh, it would be good to at least win something and get a little bit of money under our belts. I mean, I would take my my uh, eighty buck cut of that and be very happy with that for sure. Um, oh yeah, and uh, you know, uh, it would just feel good to good to get a win. And I think, you know, I think this week uh, we've probably got as good a chance as any as we've had. Um, and uh, so we'll see what shakes out. I, I think you so. know if we can make it past game one, I'll be pretty thrilled. We don't even usually get past the first game on our card. So I make <laughs> it makes me it makes me wish we took that payout we had like four or five weeks ago where the payout was actually like somewhat decent. And then James was like, let's write it. And I, and then he convinced me like, no, we're, we're this, we're gamblers. Like guys, write it all the way. You guys let it ride on the jets. You should have, it's the jets for Pete's sake. Yeah, no, I, I can't remember what week that was, but no, like part of me definitely kicks myself over that one, but uh, you know, <laughs> that's the way it goes. Uh, yeah. Anyway, guys, uh, that's that's kind of it that we got for this episode. Nice and quick for you, so we can so you can get back to your game prep for your games tomorrow. Um, our sponsor, who we've had for the entirety of the season, Royal Retros. What is RoyalRetros.com? It is your go-to place to get an authentic throwback jersey. Uh, they cover all the major sports, not just football. They got basketball, hockey, baseball. All the major sports are there. But for us 49ers fans, they got an awesome candlestick collection curated on there it's got 49ers gear it's got some giants gear in there too that's why i mean it's like a bay area uh collection more so than just candlestick but anyway once you find something nice that you want to purchase go to the uh code section of the checkout and put in shady sports and that will get you 10 percent off of your entire order again promo code shady sports will get you 10 percent off of your entire order at royalretros.com it helps the channel out it helps us out and you get a little bit of a discount on your nice new authentic throwback jersey. Again, it's promo code Shady Sports at RoyalRetros.com. Go get yourself an authentic throwback jersey today. Also, guys, uh, that little hashtag that uh, we let set up on the screen for a little bit, we created that because uh, we want to raise awareness and uh, kind of take a stand on owner accountability. When a player gets in trouble, we find out like the same day it happens and it could be for the most minute things. I mean, big things, it's nice to find out that fast, but when it comes to big things or any things with owners, uh, they're kind of hidden up on this pedestal and they're not held to the same standards as, um, as a normal player The our de facto owner, uh, has his problems, uh, with a couple civil lawsuits. Uh, 
there's uh, the Texans minority owner who got into um, some misconduct trouble in Kentucky. And then we know all about Daniel Snyder and then David Tepper's a moron. Um, but that is why we started this hashtag owner standards over player standards, hashtag owner accountability. And to uh, to go along with this, we have created T-shirts on bonfire.com. This one is our kind of standard shirt. It's got owner standards over player standards and our hashtag there. This one has a variety of colors. You can get it in different uh, styles of shirts, too. If you want a crew neck, a long sleeve, a hoodie, prices start at $22.99. And all the proceeds from every one of these shirts are going to a crisis center in Kentucky. Uh, probably this offseason, we will lock that in and uh, send the money over to them. Uh, but that is the goal of this of these proceeds to go help a family cent- a crisis center in Kentucky. Uh, but this is not the only shirt. Uh, the next one is our owner Mexican standoff. We had this originally taken down for a little bit once we uh, were done talking about Dan Snyder, but we decided to bring it back for this uh, for this cause. Uh, we will take it down again once we are done with this campaign and not. I don't know We're we can keep it away and we might just keep it away. So go ahead and check that out. Uh, the next shirt is our cover art. If you just listen to us on Spotify or Apple Music, this is our cover art on a standard T-shirt. Same thing as before, pricing starting at $22.99. Our alternate cover art, very cool with the uh, the uprights there. Uh, James has this shirt, and in, in, in the red, it's beautiful. But there's a off-red colors. There's a blue color if you want to get a little fancy on us. Um, <laughs> but yeah, $22.99, just like everyone else, all the other shirts. And then our last one is our, our mascot. It's a peanut eating peanuts with a 49ers hat sitting on a beanbag chair, cheering for the 49ers. This week, obviously, he'll be cheering for us to beat the Green Bay Packers in the divisional round. All those shirts, again, are at bonfire.com. <clears throat> Excuse me. Check the show notes wherever you're listening or watching us. I copy it always in the show notes. So just scroll down a little bit, and the hyperlink will go straight to bonfire. And again... We don't want any money from these shirts. All the proceeds are going to be going to a crisis center in Kentucky. So with that, uh, tomorrow are the games. Uh, I should have all the games right here in front of me. Yeah, the Saturday at 4.30, it's the Texans at Ravens. And then uh, 6.30 is Kansas City at Buffalo. And then, or no, Saturday. these are not in order uh, on the Athletic, which is awesome. Because our game is Saturday at 8.30. Houston at Baltimore is Saturday at 4.30. And then Sunday's doubleheader is 3 o'clock, Tampa at Detroit, and then Kansas City and Buffalo at 6.30. Yeah. Wow, thanks for thanks for that, Athletic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's cool having all that out of order. Uh, yeah. But yeah, our game our game at 8.30 on Fox. Um, 8.15 kickoff, I think technically it is. But, um, but yeah, no, it's going to be a really exciting week, or exciting weekend of football. And uh, I do want to shout out, again, just because I did last episode too, um, I don't have any other news to add on here except um, I just from us at Niner Nuts. I want to send well wishes and uh, some thoughts and prayers. I hate that phrase, but um, but no, just sending some well wishes and prayers to uh, the RSA family while Jim is in the hospital. Uh, I don't know. I I talk. Uh, he's I don't know. There's a lot of things that are that are going on. A lot of speculation, possibly overdose related, possibly just bad health related. Just I don't know. He's he's in a bit of a pickle right now with his health, and I just. I, I don't know. You don't ever wish that to happen to anybody. So I just, for the owner of my hometown team, I hope you get well and get back in the office real soon. Yeah, he's a very polarizing figure, but like you said, you always want uh, good health to follow people around. So 
hopefully he can get upright and back up on his feet and, uh, you know, get back out there. The combine's coming to town here before you know it. And that's a big event for his city and his town and his team. And we just re-inked with the combine. We just signed a new contract with the combine to keep it here for a while. So however, God, we we have to be over 20 years here in a little bit. Uh, we've, oh my God, I really don't remember the last time we didn't have the combine. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, you know, that's a big thing for him and, and the city and the team. And so, you know, hopefully he can get back up on his feet and get out and enjoy and be a part of that. I'm sure that's uh, tons of fun for him and, uh, you know, get back to building uh, that team next year. I mean, they were inches away from making the playoffs this season. So they got a promising young quarterback to develop. They can keep him from getting hurt every game. And, uh, you know, we'll see what that's happens. Not, that's not 38 years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But, yeah, get, uh, get well, Jim. Hopefully – Hopefully we see you in the office soon. But uh but yeah, kickoff uh well from when this drops, it'll be tomorrow, A15. So with that, River Road by Justin Muth is our closing music. Let's beat the Packers. We'll see you on Monday. Go Niners. River Road, you got me running way back home. River Road, you got me running all night long. You got me singing some canal boat song River Road, River Road You got me running all night long River Road Where have all the women gone? Have they kissed her hand and waved you bye-bye? Have they thought about crossing your double yellow lines? River Road, they love the way you whine and cry